everybody and welcome to our Motivation Assist podcast where today I'm delighted to be joined by Sinead. Thank you so much for coming in Sinead, really appreciate that. No and Sinead is a client in our Beacon Clinic um, and Sinead has a very important message I think to give to your listeners out there um, with regard to the importance of coming for your visits um, and we're always talking about maintenance you know when you get to target come for checkups um, so Sinead when you started with us your initial weight was 10 stone 10 yep and you got to Target um, on the 26th of June, which was nine stone six. Congratulations. Yeah. Mm, that was great. And then we didn't see you for a couple of weeks. Summertime came <laughs> exactly. and Sinead kind of disappeared. But I do remember you saying to me at the time before summer, I think you said, look, I'll, I'll, I'll be OK over summer. Yeah. Tell us what really happened. Yeah, well, I suppose... You know, as part of my learnings, you identify your trigger triggers. And so I reached target and it was all in good timing because I knew summer was coming and I thought, you know, I'll manage OK. But actually, one of my triggers is lack of routine and in particular having the kids off school and kicking around and going and coming and going on holidays and people coming and going. And most importantly, in that scenario, I find it increasingly difficult or as time goes on to carve out self-care and to try and focus a bit on myself and make sure that I'm doing what I need to do to look after myself and um, work on maintenance and, and just minding minding my head really and the rest kind of comes but unfortunately yeah I stepped away because I, I felt I'd kind of achieved what I wanted to achieve um, and I suppose I felt oh it's going to be a bit of hassle trying to bring the kids in and out and try and make it to appointments so um, I thought oh sure look I'll manage okay and I'll see how we get on and um then I ended up kind of falling off the wagon a little bit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you actually came back, you got to nine stone six. Yeah. And then when you came back to us, um, I'm just looking at your, your file here. Can you remember you gained quite a bit of weight, I yeah. think, hadn't you? Yeah, I think I'd, um, I'd gone up. I'd gone up best part of a stone. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, so was, 10 you got to 9, so. 6 in June. Yeah. And then July, it was 9 stone 9. You'd put on the, the couple of pounds there in July. That was the start, obviously, yeah, of, exactly. of summertime. Yeah. Um, and then you came back, you were at the 10 stone 3. What's interesting is, I don't know if you remember your mental weight. When you started off with us... Um, which was back in, I'm just looking at your report here, it was uh, in November 2018. Mm. Your mental weight was 14 stone 11 pounds. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> okay, you weren't surprised? No, 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 Okay, it yeah. okay. And what did, when, when we explained the mental weight um, to you and the... the the triggers and the unhealthy habits and behaviours did were you able to relate to to what the report said oh absolutely yeah I just I find it great for identifying what it is that makes me tick and what I need to work on and in particular I'd be prone to guilt and perfectionism like it's just a bit of a bane that I have to continually work on and if I don't carve out that self-care I, I mentioned um, I find that it just creeps back in so easily um, and and then I find myself in a situation where I am kind of 
doing all sorts of silly things, kind of maybe reward eating or um, anything like that. Just the, all the, the bad habits that have been there for a long time just creep back in because of this is such a powerful uh, way, I think, and I constantly need to work on it. And if I don't work on it, it creeps back in very easily. And that's kind of what happened to me over the summer, really. And when you talk about the self-care, yeah. were you able to identify in the report had said that you mentioned it there, guilt and perfectionism. So are you saying when, when we saw that, are you saying that you may have felt guilty for for the self-care, for looking after yourself or how did that relate to you? Um, I think um I, I just get frustrated and then I kind of feel bad that I get frustrated and then I get, I, it's just a spiral effect that I kind of go, okay, I'm not doing it right, so what's the point of me doing it at all? And then I feel guilty about thinking about that way. <laughs> and it's just a constant, like it's a knock-on effect and I can, I can see it happening. If I have an outer body experience, I can nearly see it happening, but I just do not know what to do sometimes to stop it. And that's where... You know, um, obviously I did reach out and I had every intention of coming back, but um, that's where I needed the help when I did return. It's just to try and like, it's just like a fog descends, you know, and I feel completely overwhelmed and I just need to be pointed in the right direction. And I found then, you see, what happened to me over the summer and it's happened to me, you know, when I've tried to lose weight before, I do end up focusing on the scales and that becomes a love-hate relationship and would set my mood and it would make me feel guilty because oh god I shouldn't have done that here's that word and then um and then I just feel even worse and um but then it was only when I came back to you and we were having a discussion and it was like a eureka moment I went oh my god I've actually started focusing on the scales much more than I realized rather than what I'm thinking and why I'm doing it um, so that was a revelation and as I say I would not have figured that out only with the bit of help and coming back and um, connecting and kind of getting that bit of guidance that I get from you when I do come here on a regular basis. Super <clears throat> and the guilt and perfectionism that we talked about when you said you know if you're not if you have a slip or whatever that actually had improved and... Um, oh, significantly. Yeah. I was on top yeah. of the world. I could do anything and nothing was bothering me. And, no, and you know, I really had it under control and it was a marvellous feeling. And as I say, just as I say, the result of a trigger, which is w one of my triggers, as I say, which is not having a routine and therefore not being able to find myself in, in times where I can get a bit of space and a bit of peace just to get my head together and then it just knocks on like that and actually I read something recently out of one of your leaflets and I thought it was really helpful and it's it kind of nearly underpinned my thoughts on all of that it was like that self-care it's not a luxury you know that you just you need to make it happen for yourself just you deserve it and it's not you know whereas I would have along with the guilt of perfection I nearly would have thought oh geez I can't be taking time out this this and this to do and all these people are expecting this this and this of me but you can't give you know without um looking after yourself in the first instance so Absolutely. as I say but I mean between the scales and, and that thought process has kind of helped me get through the fog and, and climb somewhat I still a little a bit of work to do still but I'm happier and I feel like I'm doing something about it 
Yeah. And your report, we're actually, you're actually in for a visit today and your mental weight report is here on your file, uh, which I only looked at just before we started the podcast. And this again is what the program is all about. We know dieting alone doesn't work long term. It is, as you say, Sinead, changing your, your thoughts. And I, and I think you hit on it there too, awareness. So the three A's we talk about all the time, being aware of it, first of all. So that's the beauty of the mental weight report and, and what we work from is that it's creating that awareness. It's identifying based on your answers, unhealthy habits, behaviours, attitudes. Um, we can see you when you reached your target weight, your mental weight was really healthy. It was um, nine and a half stone, mm -hmm. which is what you wanted to be yeah. physically um, and you, you reached. Um, and then it went back up to 12 stone, two pounds just yeah. after summer. So yeah. as you say, the, the negative thoughts maybe like guilt or whatever were maybe creeping back in again. Today, <laughs> I have your report here. And this is my favourite um, visit out of all the, the weekly visits that clients do is the mental weight comparison report because we're able to show the current improvements in your habits and your your behaviors um so today your mental weight can you see it there is i don't know if you can see that yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well done. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So, and when we go through it in our consultation, we'll be able to see individually um, the the improvements. So, yeah. do you feel yourself that you're back in the right mindset, in a healthier mindset? Yeah, definitely. And like you say, you've touched on it there. I mean, there's one thing about the action. I find what what I need to get peace with is the acceptance of the situation. Um, and that's, you know, another thing and little, all these, I just find every time I come to a session and have a chat with you, there's a little piece of help that I take away and I take, it empowers me to kind of do something to move forward uh, rather than kind of continuing on this spiral of kind of, uh, feeling hopeless and overwhelmed and all of it. And like you say, um, you identify the actions um, and then the acceptance of, look, that's the way it was. This is the way. It, let's just move on. So, um, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm delighted to see that because I know I'm going in the right direction. Brilliant. Mm. So the three A's, as we said, is being aware, first of all, which is what the mental weight questionnaire is, is providing first, the awareness. Then we have accepting. So you're right. You're, we're only human. Mm. So, you know, it's normal to feel guilty. It's normal to feel sad. So don't beat yourself up over that. And then the third step, action. What can I do to change it? And that's where our tools come in. I'm I know for a fact, I'm not assuming that you would have been recommended to listen to guilt and perfectionism. I know for sure, not only from being with you in consultations, but I know for sure that you have been listening to it. And I can say, even from this interview, I know you've been listening to it recently. Mm -hmm. How do I know that? Because the words are amazing, maybe. Exactly. <laughs> because you even, and, and the lovely thing is you're aware, mm. because I don't know if you heard yourself say that you said, I should, and then you went, there's that no, word there's again. that bad word. <laughs> so that's brilliant. Yeah. You're, you're so aware of it mm. now. And we always say replace it with I could. Um, something I wanted to ask you about also, Sinead, was 
you touched on um, the, your routine and how routine changed. Um, and I did mention, we were saying earlier, we did a, a fabulous, um, very emotional, I would have to say, podcast last week with our consultant here, Nolene, that um, when I listened to it the second time, I have to say, when we were doing the consultation, we were with tissues in the middle of the, of the table here and there, we were both pretty teary-eyed. When I listened to it again, when um, I had more time and I was more relaxed, I have to say tears did flow. It's, mm. it's the most wonderful story. Um, and you and I were saying that, you know, I'd, I'd like to say to listeners out there as well that it doesn't have to be um, a, a huge problem in your life or, you know, something very serious like grief or depression or whatever. We can help all the with mm-hmm. all emotions that come up. But you did say to me, Sinead, I think you said, what was it you said you I, feel? I said, well, I said compared to her poor story, I don't feel like I have much of, much of interest to say, really. Okay. <laughs> you know, and particularly because, I mean, like uh, the other thing I would think of is that I didn't have loads of, like compared to some people I was look I didn't have loads and loads of weight to lose but at the same time I suppose this is my story and this is my battle and maybe you know there's probably more people in my situation and you know if it offers them a bit of encouragement that'd be great absolutely and thank you again for for doing the podcast it based on what you just said there you may have felt look you're right everybody has different situations everybody eats for different reasons um but at the end of the day, even though you weren't very overweight, mm-hmm. um, your mental weight was still 14, Absolutely. 11, nearly 15 stones yeah, starting yeah. off, which meant you were on that road Trajectory, yeah. to exactly mm-hmm. to actually ending up. You could have physically ended up at 15 stone. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as you say, everybody has different reasons for overeating. Um, so, you know, and that's why the one to one, I think, is lovely. Nolene said that, too. We treat everybody differently. Yeah. Um, and it is all private and, and it's confidential. The one thing that came up on your first report, and we've talked about it before, is hypoglycemia. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. And we always <laughs> say, I love your reaction. We always say that there's, and Dr. Larocque says at our founder, there's no point. We don't like to get into emotional eating or anything like that till we tackle that first. Yeah. Um, and tell me then, did that kind of go out of sync during summer? I'm guessing it did. Oh, absolutely. And actually, yeah, I mean, just relating to the scales type thing, I would get up and go, oh, goodness, I better not have this, that and the other day. And I'd put myself under more pressure or try not to eat. And I, in fairness, actually, I know I mentioned about a couple of things there. The scales being one of them. When when I came back to you, you highlighted that to me or made me realise that was um, the, the wrong focus. But... Yeah, absolutely. Hyper, I'd lost my way with that completely. And that's what we kind of first worked on when we kind of, when I had that revelation. I was like, okay, let me fix that first. And that's what's helped my head actually and why my mental weight is showing better today. Because I am, you know, doing something about that. And it's a very effective way of kind of managing how I'm feeling and also how I'm choosing or the choices and behaviours. Um, that I can or will make when when I have that under control. Um, I may as well forget about it when I'm hypoglycemic. Yeah. It's <laughs> hard, know? isn't oh, it? Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. And it's yeah. as again, that was another revelation that I had forgotten and I kind of went, okay, I was like, I better if I get that under control. And it has really helped. Everything else is starting to fall into place because I've fixed that. Brilliant. You know? Absolutely brilliant. So, um, with going forward and 
considering summer again, you're aware now that that is a, a vulnerable time for you. What would you do differently? Now, I'm going to say before you answer that, we're always saying to you listeners and all our clients, bring the kids in. Mm -hmm. We have lovely toys here. We have colouring for them and they will sit quite happily, um, you know, playing with the toys. Or if you want to bring them into the consultation room, mm -hmm. um, we'd recommend preferably not to because... Mm -hmm. This is, as you said, your, your time. time. Exactly. They're very happy. They're supervised out there. Um, so we would encourage bring them in. Would that change things for you next summer? I think it would certainly help. And, you know, ideally I'll be back at, you know, my target or around my target. And uh, if it helps me keep keep in check, I think that would be a really useful thing. Because I think that's what happens. It's just a spiral effect. And this fog descends and it's very hard to find your way out of it if you leave it going on that many weeks. So even attending, I think, and even attending when I'm not in that spiral makes me feel I'm doing something about it, which gives me a bit of positivity that motivates me and kind of gets me going a bit more. So, yes, absolutely. I think that would be one, one way to tackle it for sure. And thank goodness you did. You didn't leave it too long. No. You did come back to us. Um, it was only what the sake of we said a month, wasn't it? Roughly a month. Yeah. It shows how much damage you can do in that month yeah. if you don't have the support. And it is a vulnerable time. But the thing is, you did come back. Mm -hmm. So I'd I'd say to um, listeners out there who may have done the program before, please do come back. Don't feel guilty. We often hear clients saying, mm -hmm. you know, oh, I couldn't possibly go back. I heard some. A client recently say I was too ashamed. Mm. You know, we're here to help. The quicker you get back into us after a slip, the better. Yeah. The quicker you, you fix it. And bear in mind, <clears throat> we're all, always saying as well, that weight, you know, it's a bit like a roller coaster. Life is like a roller coaster. It goes up, up and down. You'll have the ups and downs. But when you have the downs, as you said, Sinead, come back reach and, out yeah reach out and, up, and in fairness you're you're so non-judgmental and you I wouldn't expect anything that's what I find that sometimes I kind of go oh god do they want to hear me again <laughs> and my excuses are you know but as I say every time I come in I learn something new and I find a way out of it and uh, it's all heading in the right direction and that's that's what the important thing yeah. is yeah. yeah and we're here to listen mm -hmm. we're here to listen so Sinead thank you so much for sharing um, with us today you're very welcome. And any advice that you'd like to give to listeners? Well, certainly just keep in touch with the team because they're they're the support. They're going to be the first people who help you through this journey. It, and, and it totally is a journey. I mean, I don't know that I'll ever not be able to be in touch. <laughs> I think it's what's going to work for me, yeah. you know, yeah. and just, just kind of keep me in check and... You'll be here for checkups. Yeah. I'm always saying that to yeah. everybody. Do the same way you go to the dentist, the same way you go to the doctor. If weight is an issue for yeah. you, come for checkups, absolutely. So just before we finish, Sinead, um, I would like to put this point across. Um, it, it came into my head there to listeners, um, existing clients or clients who may be coming into the clinic. Um, with regard to answering the mental weight questionnaire, we have found quite a number of clients will say to us they don't want to answer it. Hmm. Um, and usually the reason is, and maybe you experienced this yourself or the thought might have gone through your mind, 
if they've had a bad week or a bad couple of weeks or whatever, um, or a slip. And we'd always say that it's not a test. Mm -hmm. It actually identifies patterns so we can go back and see when the bad habits, like you said there yourself, summertime was a trigger. Mm -hmm. So we can go back on your report during the summer and see for going forward in future reference what specific habits and behaviours will help you going forward. So as I say, it's not a test. And that is the very week that we would like our clients to to answer it. so it's 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 important to answer it spontaneously and yeah. honestly, yeah. you know, which is important as well. So I just wanted to get that message out there as well, because it is the tool that we use. This is what I've been doing, Sinead, with you all along, as you know. Yeah. It's not about the scale. We're working from the mental weight questionnaire. And this is what I work from to be able to create particular goals for you each week or habits to work on so thank you so much again for coming in i really do appreciate it and shall we go now and have our consultation let's do it let's do it take care (laughs) thank you